Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the rundown here on WNYU 89.1 FM, New York, and online everywhere at WNYU.org. I'm your host, Aria Young, and if you're a longtime listener of our show, you might have heard my stories before, but today is my first time hosting the rundown, so congratulations to me. Uh, I am your new associate news director here at WNYU, and your beloved former host of the rundown, Grace Wanabo, will be the news director. So since today is my first, you know, day, I guess, being your associate news director um, and the host of the rundown. So a little bit about myself here before we jump right into the content today. I am a journalism and media studies student in my third year here at NYU. I've been involved in the station for uh, more than a year and a half now, and you might also know me as Ari, as in Ed and Ari. I am the co-host of our WNYU podcast, What the New York with Ed and Ari. Actually, you will hear from me again later after the rundown because uh, with the New York has an episode airing tonight. So that'll be funny. Uh, you know, I um, I might be f- funny or I hope I am <laughs> and maybe a little unhinged on what the New York. But here on the rundown, we're talking very serious business, you know, very professional journalism here. Uh, it is the summer right now, so we might not have as many field journalism pieces as usual, but, you know, we still want to keep the rundown running and keep bringing local and alternative news to your ears. So tonight we will be hearing from a recent NYU graduate, Anjani Sneha Vajrana, about the Conscious Planet Safe Soil Movement and its upcoming global walkathon in New York City. Then we'll talk about some local news and happenings, including a new gun reform package recently signed by Governor Kathy Hochul, SUNY's new policy to update students' gender and pronouns, and Brian Park's movie nights. So without further ado, let's get right into it. First here in the studio with us tonight, we have Anjani Sneha Vajrala. Anjani is a food studies grad student from Steinhardt and a volunteer here at NYU. Not at NYU, sorry, for the Save Soil Movement. <laughs> so, hi, Anjani. Hi, Maria. Thank you so much for having me here tonight. Hi. So, first of all, tell me a little bit about the Save Soil campaign. Yeah, so the Conscious Planet Movement to Save Soil is a global civil movement to inspire a conscious approach to saving our soil and planet. So, this is the first and foremost a people's movement and which is which aims to activate the support of over 3.5 billion people to make ecological issues an election priority for governments across the globe you might say why 3.5 billion people that's because over 60% of the world's voting population oh wow and when the 60% of the population speaks up no government can actually keep it unheard yeah absolutely yeah great um so you know I think I read a little bit about the campaign online. I see this is a very global movement, you know, like it's you're implementing this in like all the major cities and you're really like doing a lot of advocacy effort here. So um, tell us about the soil crisis. Like what is the issue here? I think, um, you know, I read on your website and we can all agree that the soil is an essential part of our ecosystem, you know, extremely important to us. So what is happening to it right now? So first, we need to understand soil, right? It is a living material, and it is by far the most biologically diverse part on the earth. 
And you might know this, that a teaspoon of soil can contain more organisms than there are human living on entire Earth. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So also you might want to know some statistics just so, you know, you understand the crisis part of it. Mm-hmm. So UN nations say that if the soil extinctions, uh, if the soil degradation continues, the soil could actually become extinct. Like mm-hmm. the dinosaurs became extinct. You know, and right. UNFAO, Food and Agriculture Organization, says that uh, world's top soil may be extinct in 60 years. We have 60 years. another 60 agricultural years left. Right. Which means that by 2045, uh, our agricultural production would drop by 40% for the 9.3 billion people that we are going to be. Right. So that's why this is a crisis and that why, that's why it needs our most attention. You know what? More than half of the world's agricultural soils are already degraded. Oh, wow. When you want to know only U.S., it has lost 50% of its topsoil. 50% of the topsoil is that layer wherein the actual agricultural production happens. Okay. So, So like, that will affect agriculture. Okay. Yes. Right. So, you you might want to ask, like, what is it to us? Yeah, yeah. No, totally. You know, like like you said, I think you gave us a lot of like stats and like what the UN say and like it it's definitely it sounds like a very pressing issue. So how does that like affect our day to day, you know, like for people who might not be like experts in this? Um right. like why should we care about this? Yeah, this extinction means actually that the catastrophic crisis worldwide right including the food and water shortages for so much of population where will we get the actual nutritious food the problem here is that less nutrition in the soil means less nutrition in food so right so when we say that droughts famines adverse climate changes mass migrations species extinction which is always talked about all this is some way or the other connected to the soil health Mm. so when soil goes extinct we will be extinct right right so that's why this is such a pressing issue by when we say the soil becoming extinct what we actually mean is the rich organic content in the soil is being lost and the soil is becoming a sand gotcha which is almost of no use for an agricultural basis right right so yeah yeah Yeah, this reminds me of um you know i i took an environmental studies class here at nyu my freshman year and i think we watched the documentary and it's it's about like seeds um so like we already lost like it was like 90 something percent of the seeds we have or like that that we used to have on earth like we already lost that so like we lost a great deal of biodiversity in terms of like agriculture and of course that's you know related to soil and if we don't have healthy soil then like food security is going to be a problem you know we can't feed the, uh, the world's population and everything which is what i think what you're saying right absolutely so uh, a few decades ago the nutrition that we receive from one apple or an orange for any one particular food produce had to be multiplied by almost eight times in these present days to get the same level of nutrition. You know, so when we say about food security, it is also nutrition security. Ah, right. And then migration, there are multiplicity of issues that are linked to these. And when we always talk about climate change in these, you know, big platforms, UN conventions, what we miss is the actual soil, 
you know actual essence of this topic because right. you could fix many other climate changes issues by fixing first and foremost soil soil health is a priority right so how do we fix that you know what are the um solutions that you are uh, promoting here for save the soil campaign through this moment the basic simple solution to be on point is that to increase the organic content in soil to a minimum of 3 to 6% when we say that which is to make the soil healthy but how do we do that by bringing agricultural land under vegetation and shade to have crop covers to enrich the soil through plant litter and animal waste so when we do agroforestry or silver pastoral systems where in integrating the farming systems mixed farming regenerative agriculture and moving away from the industrialized production what happens is you're not only having food but also ensuring a sustainable food ecosystem right so this is the solution that this movement is aiming to do right and you also mentioned that you know you uh do a lot of research projects and you work with the UN and so what you're doing i guess what are you asking the governments to do you know what is like the purpose of this campaign yes uh yeah what i here i am representing the movement right so uh just as a volunteer so through this movement uh we urge that the support of the governments in formulating policies that will address soil health in their country in a respective country and make farming activity more soil friendly so that th- that it could halt and reverse further soil degradation globally right so the primary recommendations of the save soil movement is for governments to legislate policies that will mandate that as i said a minimum of 3 to 6% organic content in all agricultural soils and by doing that when when the people say in democratic countries 192 democratic nations when people in one voice say that yes we want this to happen the governments will definitely look into this right <laughs> and the un agencies are with this movement world food program unccd uh, combating climate change and desertification and unfao many un agencies jane goodall mm-hmm. we all know her right yeah. the, uh, and many influences worldwide even world economic forum so soil can also have an economic impact the corporates are talking about it economic businesses you know all right. these are seeing the investment opportunities and the need to save and conserve this planet oh wow which yeah. in turn is soil so yes that is this fascinating is what, yeah yeah uh so you know you you just said you know like we hope that the government will be involved and i think i i think i read on your website that eric adams will be speaking at your walkathon right which is coming up yeah i mean there are many things happening right right right, right. So, i know that's not the only thing so, that's not the most important thing yeah yeah uh, but yeah so tell us a little more about the walkathon which is coming up i think uh in a week right yes yeah. it's on june 18th it's it's on the father's day weekend the most important uh thing that we we could do for the weekend you know uh so there's one man for this uh movement uh he's often called a sadguru he started as 100 day 30000 kilometer journey starting from london going across all over the europe almost touching the war zone he did not enter there but almost touching there risking all uh his uh, you know Uh, he's a 65 year old man going across west asia from europe to west asia and recently he just entered like 3 days ago 
India, the subcontinent. Mm-hmm. And today is the 77th day. So this is not a recreational ride. This is to bring <laughs> in the awareness. Right. right? So, so that ride is going to culminate on uh, the weekend of June 18th, around June 21st. So that's why... Uh, in the, both the Americas, around 60 global cities in North and South America, uh, all the volunteers, we are planning to do this walkathon uh, wherein we would want to show our support to this movement. And so that's why the June 18th, right? right. And uh, yeah, uh, so I would, uh, you know, give this call as a volunteer <laughs> because th- we are responsible for the food of that unborn child. Like, I had a great talk with you and we were discussing how we are having the food that of that child which is not even born. And these right. are not uh, something that I made the sentences. This is said by the United Nations in their articles, in their publications through this movement. So please come join us on June 18th and you could know more and more about the problem of soil. What's exactly safe soil? I did give a brief understanding of that but you would want to know more and more about it you would to know the urgency of it and the solutions that is because this is not just about talking the problem and this is not an aggression this is not a rebellion against anything this is not showing that oh there's something wrong happening this is not calling out names this is an inclusive moment this is to say that we are the problem we can be the solution so yeah right thank you so much i really like what you said about us being the solution, you know, I think we kind of live in the world right now There's where there's a lot of problems happening. I mean, like, this is just a fraction of what we're facing. And this idea of our future generation kind of having to um, deal with the consequences that we have created. Um, so it's, I mean, extremely important for people to be conscious and aware of the issue. Yeah, please ensure that you... Just log on to savesoil.org to know more about not just soil, but also the walkathon. I really urge all of you, all of my lovely NYU <laughs> peers to come over and show your support. Amazing. So just to recap for our listeners, the 3K Save Soil Walkathon will be on Saturday, June 18th from 12 to 3 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us today, Anjani. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Aria. Of that course. So in New York politics this week, Governor Kathy Hochul gave the final approval on a package of gun reform laws in wake of mass shootings that recently happened in Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas. So, uh, you know, we're, we're jumping into more, I guess, political news here. And for context, if you don't know this already, an 18-year-old shooter went into a supermarket in Buffalo last month with an AR-15 style rifle, killed 10 people and injured three. And 10 days later, another shooting happened in an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, killing 19 students and two adults. Our general manager, Jack Peterson, talked about this last week on The Rundown. And, you know, we were literally just saying the state of the world right now is just in a terrible place. Um, but I'm um, just to you know keep you up to date in this new package that uh, Governor Hochul recently signed. 
New York will now regulate semi-automatic rifles, the same as semi-automatic pistols, requiring permits to possess and license holders to be at least 21 years old. And the law will also expand to make healthcare professionals, law enforcement, and local prosecutors eligible to file risk protection orders if a person is likely to engage in dangerous behaviors. And body vests will also be outlawed, except for law enforcement and first responders. Officials at the State Division of Criminal Justice Services will also study the feasibility of micro-stamping of bullets when fired from a gun. This is a long-sought measure that has sat on the shelf of Albany for years. Now, on a happier note, students at State University of New York will be able to use their chosen name and pronouns and identify their gender with an X now. This policy is announced today by Governor Kathy Hochul. Campuses will be required to have their operational systems reflect a student's preferred name and pronouns for campus portals, class rosters, and student email addresses, etc. The change will take full effect by the 2023 fall semester. You know, this is great news, and especially during Pride Month. I mean, I think it's always good to hear that transgender and non-binary, gender non-conforming students, etc., are accepted and embraced in the public college system now. And, um, you know, I've, I've been... I guess a reporter for LGBTQ issues before, and this is something that I am personally very interested in and passionate about. Um, and here at NYU, I mean, as an NYU student, you know, we already have that in place. We have the uh, pronouns and preferred name measure in place. Uh, I guess for several years now. I mean, as soon as I got here, uh, they definitely already had that. So, people, you know. Here at NYU, we think of ourselves as a very progressive school. Um, And, I mean, it's great that we have this policy, and it's great that SUNY is implementing this policy as well. But, you know, this is not enough, in my opinion. Um, I think, at least here at NYU, everything on paper says that, you know, students are safe and protected here at NYU. Everybody's respected. Everybody's accepted. But, um, you know, from my perspective, and as someone who's reported on LGBTQ issues, I, I still hear from students that, you know, their pronouns have been disrespected, you know, maybe by professors or faculty members, and their preferred names have been disrespected, or they have felt unsafe on campus because of their identity. So, you know, although this is still, this is great news, and I hope that SUNY, as well as other, all the other colleges in New York, don't just stop there, but rather keep going forward to enhance equity and acceptance on campus, especially in a time where, you know, we're seeing, um, we're really seeing unprecedented rollbacks on LGBTQ issues and reproductive rights and just rights to privacy in general, you know, on the federal level. Um, While this is great news to hear, I still, this just reminds me of Um, what's happening, I guess, uh, in the rest of United States outside of New York, you know, on the federal level, what is happening right now, Um, which makes this, I guess, even more important for us to know. 
And finally, before we say goodbye here, I have one last little summer activity for you all to add to your bucket list. <clears throat> Starting next week, Brian Park will be doing movie nights every Monday at 8 p.m. There will be 10 screenings total. The first one is next Monday, the 13th, and they'll be playing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You can access the full screening schedule on Brian Park's website. The lawn opens at 5 p.m. for blankets and picnicking, so you might want to get there, you know, a little early to claim a spot. And that's going to do it for us here tonight. If you liked what you heard or want to hear something different, you can email us at news at wnyu.org. I'll be back here next week, same time, same place, and I hope you'll join me. I know I'm signing off here now, but don't worry, you'll hear from me for another half an hour because uh, with the New York podcast with Ed and Ari is coming up next. So I hope you enjoy the show today. I'm Aria Young, and this has been The Rundown on WNYU 89.1 FM.